Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Thursday, November 18th to Sunday, November 21st of 2021. So in my personal at-home working life, uh, separate from this podcast, I took a mental health day on Thursday. I was just in a really bad headspace, uh, like personally, had nothing to do with this podcast whatsoever. However, because I had spent the whole day on like self-work and like making sure I was ready to jump back into my day-to-day life, um, this prep and such got put on the wayside because like that was less important at the moment. Um, In reality, it probably wasn't, but like it certainly felt like it was. Um, And so, which is fine. Like I kind of knew what Thursday was going to look like. I knew what the weekend was going to look like. So I was like, well, I can, I can do this. Um, you know, of course today is going to be a longer episode, but really we're covering three days of events. And like, there were a lot of families that didn't have things, but then there were families that like went on tours. So, you know, it's, it's a mixed bag, but I am fine with it. Um, I hope you are too. I, I know it's kind of rough, but you know, today will be fine. Um, I haven't made a decision yet of what this week looks like. Um, in terms of, again, whether I record, it's always Thursdays, isn't it? (laughs) Um, but in terms of whether I record on Thursday, which here in the United States is a holiday, it is Thanksgiving, which is, um, you know, now it's basically a manufactured day where families come together and eat. Uh, that part I think is fine. Uh, the, way we, I was taught about Thanksgiving is crap and not true or accurate. Um, but it's now a holiday where people come together and eat and like, you know, have a good time. So we and my family are doing Thanksgiving. Um, and that is, you know, totally great and wonderful and it's pretty chill. So I'm, I'm torn because it's the last day of the Spain, Sweden state visit. Um, and I'm just torn and I haven't decided yet. Um, and I may not decide until Thursday to see how I feel, you know, um, even though, you know, Thanksgiving will be over pretty early in the day, at least for us, uh, there's still cleanup been leftovers and turkey comas and all of those things. So we'll just, we'll see. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on. That's what's coming up. Um, and so let's go ahead and jump right in with the Belgian Royal family. Belgium. In Belgium, there were two events, uh, one on Thursday, one on Friday. So on Thursday, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde visited Spadel, which is a town. Or, no, Spadel is the company in a town called Spa uh, in Belgium. 
So Spotel is a water production company um, that produces something called Spa uh, Rain, I think, um, but it's the French word for queen, um, but it's mineral water. Um, and so Spotel recently became a carbon neutral company, making it the first water production company to be carbon neutral in all of Europe. So that's a really good, you know, uh, talking point just in general. Um, and then they, the company is also celebrating a hundred years of producing two of their, their water. So the spa rain and the, uh, spa monopoly or something like that. Some, something like that. Um, and so they were able to visit the production line and meet with um, experts in mineral water production as well as um, executives and representatives of the company itself. So that was their Thursday. And then we get to Friday um, where Queen Mathilde celebrated the start of reading week at a local school in Brussels where she read a book um, in a classroom. And so the focus of this reading week is really on um, kind of generational books. So like books you read throughout generations. Um, so that is certainly like a big piece of it. And I don't know if you guys had these, but like we had reading weeks in school. They usually happen at the same time as like the Scholastic Book Fair, which is, you know, funny now. Um, but... I was a reader when I was little. I'm actually really not now. I don't read a lot um, as I'm trying to figure out different hobbies and things. Uh, reading is becoming an interesting choice, but I'm not sure. I just got into like Lego video games. So, you know, there's, there's, there's that. Um, so, you know, just, I am thinking about reading. So if anyone has any kind of book suggestions, um, that would be kind of fun. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on in Belgium. And so with that, we are going to move over now to the British royal family. The United Kingdom. In the UK, this is where things were like busy. Um, so on Thursday, Queen Elizabeth had a virtual audience with the new ambassador from Vietnam, where she again digitally received his credentials and welcomed him to the court of St. James. Um, this is part of her continuous light duties that she is allowed to be doing um, in regards to whatever health issue she is having. Um, it is, of course, unknown, but um, this is what she has been doing and will continue to do um, as long as the doctors continue to believe that light duty like this is okay. Um, so that is the first thing. And then we have the third day of the tour from the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall. This was the first day in Egypt, so they took off um, from the airport in Jordan and then landed in Egypt on Thursday. Um, they attended the official welcoming ceremony by the president and first lady um, of Egypt, and then they visited the, of course, great cultural phenomenon of the Great Pyramids in Giza 
and the the sphinx so like the cat pyramid um hopefully people know what i say when i say sphinx but in case you don't it's the stereotypical like sphinx pyramid thing um they also visited the Alazar Mosque, which is one of the oldest mosques in Egypt. Um, Egypt is a primarily, at least I think, primarily Islamic country. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure of that, but I'm pretty confident in saying that. Um, and so this is like a big historic location. Um, and then they took on some other events. I saw nothing about like an evening reception, even in reading the court circular. Um, not to say that it wasn't there. I just didn't see it in the court circular or anywhere else. Um, so unsure about an evening reception, but that was day, day one in Egypt and day three of this tour. Um, also on Thursday, the Duke of Cambridge had an event at Microsoft, um, where he learned about their work in, uh, artificial intelligence to aid in the work of intercepting illegal wildlife products at, um, in airports. So this project is called Project Seeker and will be used in the already existing luggage scanners, um, in airports to detect whether or not, um, illegal wildlife products are being brought into, uh, the country or into the airport, which is of course an illegal act. So this is something done by like fair trade, um, or fair wildlife something. Um, and then in the evening, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge attended the 2021 Royal Variety Show. So I was hesitant on whether to talk about this or not. Now I'll talk about it here. I'll also probably touch on it a little bit when the actual show airs. So every year the show is pre-recorded sometime in November um, and then is aired on ITV sometime in December around the holidays. Um, I have watched, I have only watched the ones that the, Duke, that the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge attended just because, I don't know, it's more fun. Um, so I have watched 2014, 20. 17 and 2019s, I think. Um, and they're just fun. They're hosted by typically a comedian who pokes fun at the Royals in attendance. Like it's just a really good time. Um, and it, the performance benefits the Royal Variety charity, which I believe helps, um, aid in just various different, um, arenas and areas. So that is really important. Um, and so that was Thursday. And then on Friday, it was the only events going on were those related to the second day of the tour in Egypt. Um, so on, on Friday, we'll start with the Prince of Wales. He visited the Greek campus in Cairo, which is not, when I hear Greek, I think of like fraternity and sororities because I am from America and that's like what Greek means in our life. Um, in terms of like when you relate it to the word campus. Um, however, this is really the relationship that Greece had with Egypt. Ancient, like the ancient relationship between these two countries. Um, and learning more about that. Then um, both Charles and Camilla visited the Bibliotheca Alexandrina, which I don't know if that's the Library of Alexandria or not. 
Uh, hold on. I'm going to do a quick Google search because I think that it is, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, yeah, it is. Okay, so it is the Library of Alexandria. Um, well, kind of. It is, it is now called the Bibliotheca Alexandrina, which is, I think, the same thing. I just don't, I don't know. Because obviously the Library of Alexandria burned, um, but I, this might be some of the, like, lost, or not the lost, but, like, some of the saved things. I don't, I don't understand. And there wasn't a lot of information. Um, but then also, during the day, the Duchess of Cornwall visited um, a veterinary hospital in Cairo, and then the Jesuit Cultural Center in Alexandria. Um, so there was just, like, a lot of different cultural visits, and then they headed to the airport, and then literally on the 20th, the Duchess of Cornwall went to, like, a horse race or something. I don't know. It wasn't an official event. I didn't pay that much attention. But I'm like, girl just got back from Egypt, but okay, cool. Um, so that is what was going on on Friday. And then the only thing I will say is today, Sunday, at least I think it was today. Possibly it was tomorrow or yesterday. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. Possibly it was yesterday, but, um, the queen and potentially other members of the British royal family attended the double christening of, um, two of the most recent grandchildren of Queen Elizabeth. Um, so both Princess Eugenie's and Zara Tendel's babies were christened yesterday or today. I'm not sure which. Um, I've seen more photographs of it today, but I thought it was yesterday, so I don't know. Um, but anyway, that has happened. Again, not an official event. The palace did release a statement, um, basically just congratulating the babies. So that is what was going on in the UK. Um, in Denmark, the only thing that I can say is Queen Margrethe hosted a king's hunt on Thursday. There was nothing released of that. There was one photo that was like kind of sort of released, uh, but only on the website and you can't save it. So unsure. Um, and then on Thursday, again, um, in the Netherlands now, so we're skipping both Denmark and the Netherlands in terms of specific segments. Um, but on Thursday, Queen Maxima attended a digital um, annual report for the Dutch Entrepreneurship Committee um, meet, like annual meeting. Um, but it was a digital meeting due to the um, pandemic situation and lockdown situation in the Netherlands. So that is what we have there. Um, so with that, we are going to jump over to the Norwegian royal family. Norway. In Norway, there were a couple of events, um, one on Thursday, one on Friday. And again, just to remind in case like this is your first episode, um, or if you're like, Hey, wait, you used to talk about a lot more. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> In terms of like little meetings and stuff like that that didn't have big write-ups, I would always just mention them. Um, and that may be something I go back to. Um, 
However, I kind of made the decision, especially for November, that really what I would talk about is anything that like has photos and a write-up on the Royal Household's website. So for some households, that means every single event gets a write-up. Um, for some households, it means that it doesn't. It's just on their calendar. Um, those events are all going to be reflected in the monthly engagement count that I do at the end of each month. Um, but I am not going to talk about them because there is no other information that I can give you except for, hey, this thing happened. That's all I can say. Um, and for the sake of days when we have two state visits happening at, 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 the, t at, a, at the same time, um, or days where like there's three big events going on or, you know, there's just, we're in a time period now, at least I think where events are busy. Um, and there's just a lot more going on than there has been for the past two years. Um, simply because we're not living in a state of emergency with this pandemic anymore. Obviously, it still exists, but it is nowhere near where it was um, in the beginning or even, you know, in the middle when, like, things like this happened. I mean, the only country experiencing a lockdown right now is the Netherlands, at least that I talk about. Um, and... Yeah, of course, that's impacting their events and things like that. And I'm really curious what it does to the Greek state visit. But like, this is where we're at. Um, state visits are happening and big events are happening. So I'm just talking about less and less. So there were a lot of events in at least Norway um, and even some in the Netherlands over the past few days that like, I'm just not talking about because... They didn't really explain what was going on, and there aren't pictures of them, which that part doesn't really matter, um, only for, like, referring back to the website, which gives a better description sometimes of events that I don't talk a lot about. Um, but when there's no pictures, I can't even do that, so it's just like, well, okay. Um, so anyway... If it's on the Royal Household's homepage, on their website, and like their calendar, great. If it's not, I'm not talking about it, at least for November, and we'll see if that trend continues into December and then into the new year. Um, but anyway, in Norway on Friday, Queen Sonia opened a new culture house in Trondheim, um, which exhibits, um, so the exhibits at this, at this location will focus specifically on young artists and furthering their careers and furthering them into the world of galleries and working and things like that. So it's a very um, intentional focus on young artists and younger culture, which I think is really, really cool. Um, Queen Sonia is an avid art lover. Um, and for her, I think her birthday, um, probably 80th, 85th, Anyway, one of those two, she was given, um, there was a stable in the Royal Stables, um, that I think King Harald's grandmother primarily used, um, that has now been turned into a art gallery, um, that has different exhibits, uh, some of them Royal related, some of them not, um, throughout the years. And so it is now called Queen Sonia's Art Stable. Um, she also has like the Queen Sonia print award, which is focused on art. So she's like 
an avid artist, has also done her own art um, pieces and things like that. Um, so this is something that is right up her alley. So I appreciated that. Um, and then on Saturday, I think this is a huge deal. I haven't done like a ton of research into it and it wasn't like an announced thing, but um, Princess Ingrid Alexandra, who is the daughter of Crown Prince Akun and therefore second in line for the throne of Norway, um, visited the Hunter Troop, which is a special force command in the Norwegian army that was a gift for her confirmation. Can you imagine like a big life event, like a confirmation? You know, we get in the States, we get money. We get, we get a lot of money for big events like that. Like sometimes kids get jewelry, like fancy things happen, but instead you get an entire military command for your confirmation. Like it just is created for you. Um, I can't even imagine how bizarre that is, but also very cool. Um, so anyway, she visited, um, the, the command, um, center, learned about the training activities going on, learned about the, the troops and their work. Um, and then also took part in like a mock parachuting si simulation. So like she jumped off quote unquote, um, a, a taller tower. Like it wasn't, it wasn't super dangerous. Um, but like it was a simulation kind of thing where she could experience at least a little bit of what that feels like. Um, so I thought that was really, really cool um, and a big event for her. Um, you know, we've definitely been talking a lot about Princess Amalia's 18th birthday because that is coming up in just a couple of weeks. Um, but like in a month, in a month and a half or two months now, uh, Princess Ingrid Alexandra is also turning 18. So there's a lot of like big events going to come up for her as well. Um, much like coming up for Amalia. So that is, um, a little bit of what was going on in Norway over the past few days. So now we are going to move over to the Spanish side of things. Spain. In Spain, Thursday was like a super duper chill day. Um, at least what I think of as super chill for Spain. Um, and that there were no events outside of the main office. Like everything was just held there. Um, they weren't going separate ways. They weren't doing a ton. It was just King Felipe and just at his office slash home. Um, so he first thing Thursday morning presided over the oath of office for new magistrates of the constitutional court. Um, so there were four new magistrates, two men, two women, um, that took their oath, um, in front of the King and prime minister and, uh, both heads of the judiciary and also the minister of justice uh, and some others like there were just a lot of officials there um so that was first and then later on in the day king felipe hosted um and presided over a meeting of the national security council so if my memory is correct this is the first national security council meeting held in person that felipe has presided over 
So like there are a lot of caveats in that converse, in that sentence that I just made. King Felipe does not preside over every single one of them. They are ongoing. He doesn't attend every single one. Um, he There is a weekly meeting with the prime minister in Spain. We just don't ever talk about it because it's not ever reported on. Um, and I don't think they get it every single week, but like it's pretty regular. Um, it's just not something that like we talk about or is super publicized in Spain, but it does happen. Um, I think it's on Fridays typically, but maybe it was like Thursday this time just because of timing and everything. But like that things like this happen, like Felipe is constantly aware of what's going on in the government. Um, so this is the first one he has presided over in person since March of 2020, uh, March like 15th or something like that. Um, so basically things in Spain really started in like on March 12th. Um, the, on March 12th, a government minister announced that she had COVID and like, so did a ton of other governor, uh, government officials, um, and so things really started to hit the fan, um, and just kind of become crazy that day. Um, and then like a few days later, there was a national security council meeting about everything going on. And then a few days later, like the 17th or something, Felipe gave his speech to the nation. Um, so Obviously, this is like a security council meeting. They're not going to tell you what is talked about, um, but just any kind of national security events going on in the country right now. Um, so that was the Thursday. There, That was it. Like, it was a pretty chill Thursday. Um, and then we get to Friday, which I still think was like pretty chill and relaxed. Or maybe that was just because like I wasn't paying attention as much. So anyway, uh, King Felipe visited Valencia and delivered the, <sighs> I have to be really careful about this. Ray Yomi, the first awards. Um, and so I have to be careful because it's pronounced a little bit differently because it's in Valencian, uh, versus uh, Castilian, which is what you and I think of as Spanish. Um, and so the pronunciation is just a little bit different. Um, and so this is an award that is given out in multiple different categories. So research, economics, medical research, environmental protection, new technology, and entrepreneurship. Um, so a lot of like scientifically based um, projects, but not all of them. I mean, economics is in there. Um, entrepreneurship is also in there. Um, and it's just awarding Spaniards for their work. Um, so this is a pretty big deal. Um, at least in Valencia, I think. Um, but maybe it's just the way, you know, it's presented. It looks pretty nice and official. Um, so that is King Felipe's event for Friday. Meanwhile, Queen Letizia was holding audiences at Zarzuela, which is again, like the office and technically where um, like they live on the grounds of Zarzuela. So it's like home, but also office. So she met with representatives of organizations that help victims of um, 
traffic accidents, so like car traffic accidents, um, and learned more about their work. And then she also met with um, representatives from the Association for the Prevention, Reintegration, and Care of Prostituted Women, which I think is called AMPRAP. AMRAP, something like that, APRAM, um, but anyway, it focuses on the kind of aftermath of, um, prostitution, um, whether by choice or not, um, and does a lot of different things. So this is a project, like, she, um, this is organization she's been a part of for a um, and worked with for a very long time. Um, she has won an award because of her work with this project, like in terms of being a high powered person, bringing a spotlight to these issues. Um, like there is just a lot of, I don't know. It's just like not a topic that you would think someone would focus, a queen would focus so much on. Um, like, let's just be honest. Um, it's not a, a topic that would always garner a lot of respect, but because of her involvement, it gets a lot more. Um, and so awesome job there. Um, and then with that, that ends our Friday. Um, and we will move on now to the Swedish royal family. Sweden. In Sweden, there were a couple of different events um, on Thursday. So on Thursday, King Carl Gustav presented a new flag to the Karlberg Military Academy. So this is a flag specific to the academy um, that is presented on occasion, basically when the old flag becomes unusable or on special anniversary occasions. So the last one um, was given to the Military Academy in, 90, in 1992 um, to commemorate the 200th anniversary of the, of the school. Um, and then he also, at, the, at uh, the Military Academy, reviewed the units um, and was just kind of there. Um, and then in the afternoon, early evening, he delivered um, scholarships called the Compass Rose Scholarships to young leaders um, who have completed some uh, training and things along those lines. So that was his Thursday. And then on Friday, Prince Daniel sent a video greeting to new police officers who have just graduated from the National Police Academy and or are just starting their positions. So that is what was going on in Sweden. Again, these are just the things that were like mentioned on the homepage of their website with details. Um, there are other things that have certainly happened, but again, just following my rule of thumb, this is the only thing that we are talking about. So with that, I'm gonna end this episode. From what I can tell, this week is going to be more chill than others. Um, the We have one state visit going on, which of course is like a huge deal. 
um, that will affect Spain and Sweden on Wednesday and Thursday. But other than that, that is really it. Um, and then we just have, of course, some like little events here and there. So that is what is going on um, over the weekend and what's coming up a little bit ahead. Uh, and so with that, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Monday. Bye.